ora, GM HNY Droids, I'm the captain and this is Moonbrain, your regular dose of droid dow goodness. I had a, a little time off over the break, uh, touched some water and then kind of regretted it because I missed the soul dump to $8. Uh, lesson there is never ever leave the internet. It's been a pretty pretty good couple of weeks for the dow. Feels like the market's finally waking up to what we're doing. Floor prices pumped up nicely, but even so, it still feels a little undervalued. Uh, the increased attention did bring in a whole lot of new holders, so warm welcome to all of you. I know there's a lot to take in when you log into that Discord. So if you're wanting a bit of guidance on anything, just reach out, and I'm sure someone will set you straight. Um, so over the next few podcasts, I'm going to be checking in with some of the Dow's current investments and see how they're getting on. So I'd recommend keeping an eye out for those episodes. Uh, also check out the Sun Invest part of the Discord. So it's Sun Invest who's going to be powering our DroidFi product. So they've had some super, super impressive returns. Um, and I know a lot of droids are stacking up Soul and, and USDC to invest once it goes live in early Feb. So, you know, you may want to think about that too. Um, I know I am, if I can stop losing money in between now and then. Um, I'm also, keep an eye out for the Alpha channel. Uh, we've had, man, we've had a couple of brilliant calls that have played out in the last week or so. Um, Zan called Breadheads in late December. And I think they pretty much did a 10x within a couple of weeks. Um, and whoever called Alpha Pharaohs at one soul, sorry, I forget who it was. Maybe it might have been Hidden Hunting. Um, it might have been someone else. I am uh, but a skeleton who smokes too much. I don't remember everything. Um, but that absolutely smashed it as well. Um, and if all else fails, just buy whatever Nikos is buying because he's done something right to appease the soul gods. That beautiful MFA does not miss. All right, I got an absolute banger of an episode for you today. I'm talking to the elusive big brain himself, Adroid. Um, so I had Adroid on my list for a while. I thought now is a good time to sit down for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, I still think personally we've got a little way to go on this bear market, but we've seen a few bullish signs starting to emerge. Um, and I really wanted to get Adroid's take on what he as a VC looks for in an early stage business. And look, I know, sure, most NFT projects are pretty fucking far from investable, but I thought it could be interesting for us NFT folk to look at how he assesses potential investments and, you know, whether we can apply any of that discipline to how we evaluate what projects to buy into or, or mint, you know. Um, you know, can we minimize risk by buying in later once a project has some traction? Maybe there's an argument to be made that ABC's cheap at 200 so I don't know. Um, and then also because, you know, we're in the midst of this shitcoin season, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about risk management, which I know how gross an idea is to us DGNs. But one of the things that really impresses me with the Dow is the commitment to capital preservation while still getting, you know, some exposure to the upside. And as someone who is no stranger to losing my pants, um, both in trading and um, IRL, I thought a little risk management wouldn't go astray either. So it's a timely episode, and I'm very excited to welcome in Adroid. Adroid, how are you, mate? No, not bad. Thank you for having me here. Of course. All the, all the way from uh, from Dubai. <laughs> That's right, man. All the way from Dubai. I wonder if you could just like sort of give us a little bit of um a little bit of background from from how you kind of came into this and and um and what you did before droid yeah no no absolutely mate uh look let me start by making an introduction uh i am a ceo of australian gulf capital um which is a private equity vc fund um and the idea behind australian gulf capital was actually to align regional interests between australia and gcc so 
people that are from from Australia, they understand our economy is kind of based on agriculture and and mining, and most of it we kind of exported to China for processing. puts huge reliance on China economically, whereas our political alliances with US and puts us in a difficult position every now and then. So Australia has been trying to diversify their economy away from from China, uh, their customer base away from China. And when you come to Middle East, uh, these oil-rich GCC countries have woken up and realized that they can't rely on oil revenue forever. They're providing huge incentives for companies to come set up operations over here, support the uh, 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 blockchain industry a lot. You know, the government is very, very supportive. So that was the idea. We thought we could align regional interest um, between the GCC countries and, and uh, Australia. Um, that was the context behind uh, setting up Australian Gulf Capital. Uh, with Australian Gulf Capital, we've launched a $100 million VC fund to invest in Web3 opportunities, blockchain-related um, opportunities, fintech, prop tech, ag tech, and so on. Um, and, you know, we wanted to do something... Um, also in the NFT NFT space, I've been very lucky to have my co-founder actually, who's who's taken majority of the responsibility in running um, uh, Droid, uh, and that's where you know Droid came about. We we were looking at the market and we saw that you know a lot of these retail investors were at a disadvantage and because they couldn't access opportunities pre-IDO, pre-ICO opportunities. And that's where, you know, a lot of VCs and um, high net worth individuals are making a lot of money. You know, they're doing 40X and 50X. And by the time the token gets listed, then it's just speculative gambling kind of behavior, which determines the price. And, you know, people lose a lot of money and they don't um, make that, that much money. And then we decided, why shouldn't we give retail investors this access you know people that have small amount of money 500 400 dollars why they should why shouldn't they get access to to these pre-ido pre-ico opportunities so uh we put our minds together and we thought okay let's do an nft project uh, we looked at the solana chain and and my co-founder absolutely loves the chain and he's like let's do it on solana not ethereum uh, and we decided to launch an NFT project whereby, you know, people buy NFTs, we create a t- treasury. Um, because both me and, and, and John, uh, we've got our uh, full-time jobs and we, we had to be 100% sure that we're doing everything legally um, as well. So we spent a lot of money on lawyers ensuring that, you know, we set up a proper legal structure. We didn't really, you know, a lot of NFT projects, um, uh, founders, they kind of hide their real identity and we, we didn't really have anything to hide. You know, we wanted to do something good um, and something that we really believed in. And that's why, you know, I mean, from from the get go, you know, we got an audit done. Me and John both, you know, we disclosed our um, real identities to, to the community as well. Um, and you know, it's been, it's been going fairly well, you know, it's been, it's been doing, especially, I mean, in the bear market, we've, we've done, uh, excellent, you know, given that, you know, everything's been getting smashed in the past few, few months and droids, uh, floor prices, uh, been steadily increasing. Oh mate, yeah, it's uh, it, what is it? It was kind of uh, like an eight x or something from the um, from the mint price in a bear market, which is um, is phenomenal. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I couldn't be more proud, you know. So we've done a we've done a really really good job, and you know, the community is coming. And the, the best thing about it is the community that we 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 have formed. You know, people like yourself, and you know, everybody wants to chip in, and that that makes makes it even uh, stronger, you know, and even better for us. Uh, absolutely. So one of the things I was thinking that could be interesting for um, for the guys listening and, um, you know, it's kind of to do with your experience um, in, in the VC space. Yeah. You know, you obviously got a lot of deals that come across your desk. Is there any learnings from that that we can apply to look at NFT projects? And I mean, like, and to be honest, there's a lot of these NFT projects that are that are just kind of garbage with nothing behind them. But, you know, in amongst that, there's a few diamonds who are legitimate businesses. And how do you... How do you assess which ones to put money into and and which ones to let pass? Yeah, no, look, um, for, for us, I think we're trying to apply the same kind of due diligence principles that we apply to a traditional investment. You know, uh, we look at the concept behind the project, if there is any utility. I mean, we have been uh, very careful in not investing in shill coins or, you know, pump and dumps, um, especially uh, Android has been very, very strict uh, with the idea that we don't want to support projects that don't have an underlying utility or a proper business model. So we look at look at few criteria when we're, uh, we're investing in a project, and that applies to any investment, uh, to be honest. Uh, I mean, we who you're investing in, you know, the team has to be a solid, the team has to be a solid uh, team that kind of can deliver on the promises they make. They've got the capabilities. I mean, uh, and plus, can we work with that team? Um, that's that's important. The underlining business idea has to be a, a, a good idea. Business model needs to make sense, you know, um, as 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 well. Um, and, and so, it's the, you know, the general general criteria that we apply to any investment is the same one that we kind of apply when we're looking into investing in any NFT or pre ID or pre ICO opportunities. Um, and do you have, when you look at these NFT projects, have you got an exit in mind before you um, before you put any money in? Um, yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, we for, for us, we want we've got certain multiples in mind. Um, we're not making a lot of NFT investments through Droid, to be honest. Uh, our main focus is on pre-IDO, pre-ICO opportunities. Um, and the idea for us is that, you know, we have our investment strategies to kind of make from our treasury, make 15 to 20 investments, limit the ticket size so we can have a bit more exposure, a bit more variety uh, to lower our risk. Because traditional VCs, if you go out in the market, you know, a good VC, his success rate is 5%. Um, uh, this is this is a traditional VC, you know, like a above average VC. So if you're looking at five percent success rate, you know, we're looking at making twenty investment, and if one investment becomes successful, then it needs to deliver returns on on the whole uh, fund that you have or the whole treasury that you have, you know. Uh, so the idea is that you know we need to have one investment that does at least thirty to forty x, you know, and. This is one of the criteria that we assess all our investments against is can, does this investment that we're making, does it have potential to do 30 to 40x or not? Yeah, okay. It's actually, it's funny, it's it's kind of similar. It's changed a little bit, but the, um, the movie industry was a lot like that. You know, like the studios would pump out a lot of films and uh, most of them would kind of fail or maybe if they're lucky break even, yeah. but it would be the one 
the one massive blockbuster that would would carry the rest yeah. of them so it, it feels kind of similar right no no absolutely i mean look dude, we try to be super diligent and very very selective in in, in the investments we make so tr- to try to increase that probability of hitting the, hitting the right ones um you, you know but having said that you know you I mean, you don't beat the market. Um, uh, I mean, when you're you're putting in expectations, you shouldn't put in expectations that you're going to beat the market. You could put put in your investment strategy that if you didn't beat the market, if you were average, you still need to make that return, right? So, I mean, we're 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 being very realistic from the get go, you know, um, and our approach is very very prudent. So, just to ensure that you know we deliver those returns that we promised our community and we stick to those uh, investment, strict investment criteria that we put in place. Um, and how, how important is the is the team behind um, the project? Like if you were to give it a, a percentage weighting, uh, what, what sort of importance is the team behind a project when you're assessing it? Oh, it's very, very important. You know, you can have a brilliant idea, but if the team is, I mean, we're going through one scenario now, you know, through, uh, for an AGC investment that we we made, and we're seeing that the team, uh, the, the the investment had three co-founders, and all these three co-founders have got multiple projects running on the side, you know, and that's has has caused. I mean, it was it's a brilliant idea, and we strongly believed in the idea. That's why we invested. The business model made sense, but because now the team, when you look at the team, the team's got multiple projects. They're not they're, they're not focusing on our investment, you know. And you can see them working on various projects, and and, and the project is struggling now, right? Um, yeah. So it could be a brilliant idea, and business model could make sense and everything. But if the team is not right, or if they're not focused on your project, uh, you're gonna lose. You're, you're, you're gonna lose the the your money so team is absolutely absolutely very important and it's not just you know they they need to be focused they need to have those capabilities and and we need to be able to work with them you know uh, there has to be some sort of a connect uh, or chemistry between us so that we can we can support them we just don't invest in the project by the way you know one of the criteria that we look at, at as well is how can we support the project grow uh, that's very, very important. You know, we've established a global network um, and we like to leverage that network in favor of our investments. Yeah, that makes sense. And what about like for these, you know, the, the guys listening who are looking at um, at NFT projects and there's a few that are looking to launch shortly. It's, how do you judge a team that, that are not doxxed um, and kind of making promises? Is that just is that just like a big a big risk factor that you've got to kind of um, I guess factor into your decision making? Yeah, look personally, I I, I wouldn't. Uh, there's there's so many investment opportunities out there that you shouldn't feel the urge to invest if certain criteria are not being met. If you're not comfortable with the team and if they're not dogs. You, you know, then my suggestion would be better feel safe than sorry. It might be that, you know, this investment does wonders, you know, uh, going forward. But just making sure that, you know, you haven't risked your money is preserving capital should be your utmost priority. You know, and once you preserve your capital, you need to ensure that, you know, you're 
you're ticking all the boxes when you're doing your due diligence, especially if you are managing at somebody else's money, it makes the responsibility even, even more because, you know, it's not just your money that uh, that's at stake. You're custodian of somebody else's money. And with Droid, that's the case as well. And with AGC, we, we manage uh, people's funds, you know, so we have to be extra diligent, you know, and if they are not doxxed, if we, we, we don't know who they are, we're not comfortable with them. There's no chemistry there. Uh, from a droid pers- from droid perspective and from AGC's perspective, we we tend to stay out of that investment. We're not we're not short of opportunities, so we don't we don't feel the need to kind of jump into any opportunity that we get. In the sort of NFT space, particularly the Solana space, are there any areas in there that you think um, are, are interesting areas to explore, or we should be looking at projects um, at just you know as I'm just thinking about droid holders looking at other NFTs to buy like. You know, we've got the, a lot of AAMMs and, um, you know, there's there's kind of new DEXs coming on board. Is there, is there any of those areas you think are going to kind of really crank when the, um, when the bull returns? Yeah, sure, man. I mean, um, you, you mentioned uh, DEXs and I think that's probably one, one, that's one area that we're kind of focusing on. We've looked into... We're looking into one. I probably shouldn't name the project because we haven't completed the... Uh, due diligence on them, but we're super, super excited because especially after the FTX uh, uh, situation, you know, the need for DEXs is, is more uh, apparent now than it, it was before, you know, and uh, we've got one project, a DEX um, on Solana. Uh, it, I mean, first of all, you know, we we like projects that are multi-chain, cross-chain, you, you, you know, we, we don't, when we're investing our money, although we're a Solana project, we don't necessarily look for Solana only projects. We look for projects across across multiple chains. So uh, we, we we are at the moment considering investing in a in a Dex that is built on the Solana chain uh, because of the cheap transactional cost and and the speed. Uh, and we're super excited about that because we feel that you know um, Dexes are going to be the future. You know, central exchanges. Uh, there are risk around central exchanges. You know. Um, it's not just FTX, you know, people are skeptical about Binance as well. You know, there were, there were issues with Binance audits, um, uh, if you're following the news and stuff. So that's one area that we're looking to invest in. Uh, and that investment in particular, you know, we are kind of negotiating a deal where Droid gets a percentage of the fees. I'm not sure how much I, I should be disclosing at this stage, uh, you know, for us, uh, you, you know, we, this, is, this is the high alpha. This is what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it, we, we've been, I mean, um, if you looked at our last investment, Sun Invest, uh, um, it's not really a, a, a Solana-based investment, but uh, uh, we have got exclusivity for the Solana chain on that. And that project is one of the most exciting projects for us because it has created huge utility for, for droid holders. You know, um, uh, we, I have invested my personal funds with them and they have given me above expectation returns. So I've, I've signed a contract through AGC. We're investing through AGC uh, in them. And not just in them, we're investing in their strategies as well. Like, you, you know, I... They, I got return. I put in money a month ago and I got 20% in one month return, you know, and they, they come back to me and they're like, God, someone uh, don't expect this to happen <laughs> every month. This is, this is an exception. You know, you should be looking at 50 to 60% um, APY. 
um, just because of the volatility. They, they perform better in a bear market or when the market is volatile. Uh, so that's why I got those returns. But, you know, I'm getting my family and friends to put in money in, in, in them uh, as well because of the returns. Because, look, any project that I try to kind of convince my family and friends or other investors to put in, first I need to test, test it with my own money to de-risk the project. And with them, you know, we went through a very thorough due diligence process, you know, um, and, uh, and those guys were very, very patient, you know, um, and um, they've, they've given me pretty good returns. I mean, I don't know how uh, sustainable those returns are, to be honest, but uh, uh, still, you know, if, if those returns are halved as well, you, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant performance from them. So we're super excited. Droid holders are going to have significant discounts from, from the tokens that they hold to invest in their trading strategies. We're setting up a syndicate as well separately from AGC so droid holders can invest uh, in, in the business itself as well, not, not just in the strategies. So um, we're building a platform for droid holders, especially where they could go and put in money, small amounts of money uh, in their strategies and uh, get hopefully get really good returns you know um a, a question about nfts i was wondering now what what do you think um are there any um teachings or learnings that you could share with um with us for risk management what, what is some way that you can manage the risk of that yeah look you can manage i mean a risk assessment is absolutely essential for any investment and if you're buying an nft project i think you need to have certain uh, investment criteria in place that you stick to. And, and a few things that we look at uh, when we're investing is, is, the, is the project solid, you know? Is it a well-known project, you know? Is it a project that has a strong team? And, you know, how strong is the community? How loyal they are to, to, to um, uh, the, their project, you know? Uh, is the community contributing to the success of the project? I mean, not many projects have that, you know. I mean, if you look at Droid, I mean, we've been very, very lucky. It's because, you know, the, the community feels that they're getting alpha out of, out of um, their involvement as well. Uh, so if, if a community like this, then, you know, it's a no-brainer that it would work, even if the price is low at the moment, uh, uh, it would eventually work, you know, if those criteria are um, are met. So I think I think it's 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 the traditional criteria that you can apply to to any investment. To be honest, okay, we're just about to wrap up. I've got one last um, one last one, which is at the end of the show, we um, we generally ask people if they've got a they've got a project under ten sold that they think is going to do well in the short term. Have you got any um, any NFT projects you think are, are going to going to do well? Yeah, look, that, that that's probably a, a, a not really a question that I can answer because I'm not. Um, uh, involved in NFT investing as much as I invest in more more towards pre-ID or pre-IC or larger ticket sizes and so on. So, you, you, you know, that's probably not something that I, I can help with or answer or provide alpha on. But yeah, you know, if you're looking at, you know, investments on DEXs or you're looking at investments in, in um, uh, DeFi, I think that's, that's probably the future in terms of pre-ID or pre-ICO opportunities. Okay, give us a little, a little bit of alpha somewhere. What about um, any any coins or um, any projects you think uh, that um, the Droid uh, Droid family might be interested in? 
Uh, look, we are super bullish on Solana. I mean, uh, people were losing faith in, in, in the chain. Oh, yeah. uh, and you, you saw the price go down. But Solana is a very, very solid community. And, you know, I keep going back on, on the strength of the community. Very loyal community. There's a lot of, um, you, you know, it provides... Uh, a lot of utility as well. There's a lot of apps on Solana. So I, I, and they've got a lot of a lot of money, by the way, to spend, and they've invested a lot of money as well. Uh, so we, we are bullish on Solana, Ethereum. Obviously, you know, I'm personally bullish on Ethereum. Uh, Nair has a lot of funds with them, uh, but recently they haven't been doing so well. Um, Avalanche is another one that you know I like. Uh, so my personal favorites, to be honest, are Solana and Ethereum. If you're, you're if I was to pick two uh, out of the lot, that's pretty good. It's uh, we, uh, we're recording this on the the fourteenth, so um, we I missed I was away I missed the sold dump to eight dollars last time I checked it was uh, it was at twenty two dollars, so <laughs> I should have just taken a week or so. Yeah, yeah, no, look, uh, yeah, you can you, you can never time the bottom as well, bro. So I mean. Um, we, uh, me, I had a conversation with Android just uh, a couple of hours ago, and we, we, we were discussing whether, you know, the market has hit the bottom and whether we should consider going back in the market. So it's never too late to invest. I mean, it's still far below its all-time high, you know. So it's still a good opportunity to, to get in. I mean, I'm, I'm reading the uh analyst opinion as well in, in the morning you know they, they are expecting the global market ec- economy to uh, market economy to struggle a little bit in 2023 and crypto is obviously always linked to the global economy so you know uh you just got to be careful i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't jump in into the market just because the price has increased straight away you know just uh take uh uh Step in slowly and slowly, in my opinion, you know. So. I'm never, I'm never going on holiday again. <laughs> yeah. Now this is why the, the you know, the uh, Sun Invest strategy is super good, is because when you put in money, I mean, if you're putting in the Solana strategy, for example, it just increases the quantity of Solana you hold. Um, so you, you know, and for for me, they increase it by twenty percent. You know, so if you believe in a chain, you know. That would be a good investment to put a little bit of money on in, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's good. I know a lot of the um, a lot of the droid holders have been um, stacking up a little bit for when that launches um, next month. So um, it's going to be going to be super good. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Oh, amazing. All right, droid. Hey, thank you so much for your time, mate. Um, lots of lots of good alpha and lots of um, lots for us to um, to think about as as holders when we're looking at these different projects and how we. Uh, how we invest ourselves. Um, it's it's always good to have. Um, always try and get. I always try and get people who are smarter than me on this program. And so far, I've had no trouble finding people to fill that gap. No, that, that, that's very kind of you, mate. I mean, lovely, lovely talking to you, and thank you for having me, and thank you for you know contributing um, as well. You know, it's, uh, it's amazing what you're doing. So you know, it adds a lot of value for for the droid holders, and hopefully, you know, for non-droid holders as well. So well done, mate. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks, Adroid. Thanks to you guys for listening. I'll be back next week to catch up with one of the Dow's investments to check in on them. That well, that sounds a little bit like I've got an audit planned. That's um, <laughs> that's not the case. I'm pretty fucking far from being qualified to do something like that. Uh, I'll just uh, do some talking, I guess. All right, love you all. Be kind. Uh, eat whole grains. Hydrate appropriately, etc., etc. Uh, adios.